Wine Moms, I have an announcement. Are you ready? Eek! I don't know if I am. I've been working so hard on this behind the scenes. But here we are. Drum roll, please. I have officially launched the MW Wine Club. The Wine Club is a member-based virtual happy hour where we together try new sips, learn from real wine industry professionals, trade wine and cocktail recipes, and connect with fellow wine moms. We even play games, host contests and giveaways, and so much more. Come join in on the fun and learn some wine industry trade secrets. Shh. With novice to master wine lovers alike. As the world opens up, you may even begin to find me exploring wineries across Napa Valley. Register for the MW Wine Club at themommywines.com. I can't wait to see you there. We're back with another episode of Mommy Wines with your favorite wine mom, Emma Dawn. Tune in while she shares her motherhood experiences, introduces you to motivational and empowering special guests, and sips away your sins in the Mommy Wines Confessional. Mom life can sometimes get lonely and overwhelming, so she created this relatable, inclusive, and supportive space for us to be ourselves. Let loose, enjoy a glass of wine, and laugh. Get ready for today's episode. Here's Emma. Hi, wine moms, and welcome back to another episode of the Mommy Wines Podcast. I am your host, as always, Emma Dawn, and I am here sitting down today chatting via Zoom, of course, <laughs> with Katie McHarty. I reached out to her and I was like, I don't care how much stalking I have to do, this woman needs to be on the show. And she and I had a glorious conversation. She is sassy and classy, and she loves to empower women to be confident and unapologetic in their bodies and their business. She is an entrepreneur, just like myself, along with being a postpartum advocate and cheerleader. I really don't think you get much more raw, authentic mom life than you do over on her Instagram, Katie McHardy. I am so pleased to announce that she is my guest today, and here is our conversation. Hi. Hello. Can you hear me? <laughs> I can. I my AirPods, and I just wanted to make sure that they were working because, you know, technology. <laughs> oh my gosh. We, um, or the show just recently moved over to Zoom. I used to do my recordings like a phone call on the Anchor app, and people would like, try to connect headphones. I tried to do it a couple times. I bought like Gosh. a cell phone mic off Amazon, but then uh -huh. like when I plugged it into my iPhone, I couldn't hear anybody, but they had like really <laughs> great audio. And I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> but zoom is so much easier. Right. My husband report records a podcast every week and his AirPods are pretty much dead. So he has a mic, but they do it over Zoom. And it's so nice because they can all just chat at the same time. And it's just totally perfect. So yeah. 
I like the face-to-face. This is my first weekend um, of recordings with Zoom. And I'm yeah. kind of, I was like super nervous about it because the first Zoom uh, we recorded, it was a great episode with this um, woman who's like uh, super knowledgeable with essential oils over in London. Cool. And Whoa. I was like, oh my God, it was awesome. And uh, it turns out it wasn't recording. So, <laughs> so, so you're never going to hear that episode. We might have to like she's willing to come back on but she's a school teacher um, oh my god so yeah and then this is my <laughs> first weekend with it and I'm like wow it's so much easier to see like face to face as much as right? possible during COVID but yes. like um yeah going from in-person recordings to a cell phone call which is basically what the anchor app was um and I love anchor it's my podcast platform um, but I was like, I don't get like the connection that like, I kind of right. built with my show. It's yes. like, my show's whole thing is about like, um, connecting with moms and being like real and authentic and like, um, sharing that. women who are inspiring. And I'm like, I can't do that like as much over a phone call. So I am like so loving zoom. Yes. I'm hopping on it. it. Hopping on the, band- yes. the bandwagon, but I'm drinking a little sparkling wine over here I love it I've got my I've got my water I'm nursing <laughs> still so I've got I gotta chug it I remember those days I oh. uh lost so much weight it was great until I stopped breastfeeding and then it came back like yes. tenfold <laughs> I hate that so much everyone's <laughs> like you lose the weight while you're nursing and I'm like no, I gain the weight when I'm nursing. So I don't really know how that works, but yeah, it's see, ugh. I was eating all the time, but I was eating a lot of foods that gave me water. So like celery, watermelon, cucumbers. I was also drinking like two gallons of water a day. Oh my God. Um, because I was so thirsty all yes. the time. And my body was like time. hot. Like it, I kind of yes. had like these hot flashes. And I get those too. <laughs> Do and my husband hates it because our house is like always cold. And it was even worse because I was pregnant with her during the summer. Um, and I had our house at like 65 degrees. And he's like, seriously, I'm like, I'm going to die. <laughs> yes. I, so I've, told, I've told other people that. And they're like, what are you talking about? Hot flashes? Are you pregnant or going through menopause? And I was like, I don't know. I don't Not know. It was sweaty. It, it, was, it was sweaty. It was gross. But so I <laughs> lost so much weight. And I also started working out when my son was like five, five months, I think. I don't know. Nice. Four months. Yeah. Um, and I was like, yeah, I was like eating a bunch, drinking a bunch of water, working out the fittest I'd ever been in my life. And then I stopped breastfeeding and I continued those eating habits. <laughs> and then I moved oh, to Salt Lake. I was like, hmm. And yeah. And then I moved to Salt Lake and I was like away from my gym and I went back to work. Oh my gosh. And so like my eating intake was the same as breastfeeding. I stopped working out and I went back to work and I was like, Ooh, no, no, it's okay. <laughs> but, but one of the things I loved about your Instagram is not only are you like super encouraging and that's where I, I stalk all the cool people on Instagram. It's where I get all of my guests. <laughs> Uh, so like but what I loved about it is not only are you like super just body positive but you're also just like female power all the way super supportive and encouraging and like just relatable like no I love that um 
Thank you. I really appreciate that. It's, I wasn't always this way. Um, it actually only kind of sparked probably like a few months ago. I, I knew it was always kind of like a passion for me. Cause I would like, I had, I have four kids, five and under. So I have all yeah. of my kids really close together. You're just collecting really, them. <laughs> yes, did basically. You, like, did you get them on sale? <laughs> right? Like we just figured, oh, one might as well have like all of them, um, which is great. But I didn't realize like, and they, and this is something that I don't think is talked about enough that like what not only does like pregnancy do to your body, but like postpartum and like all of those things and like how much time like, your body really needs to heal. And like, we knew we wanted our kids close together, but my third was an accident. He was, he's our oopsie baby. So my (laughs) two boys are like 17 months apart. And after my third, I was like the heaviest I had ever been. And I was in a very, very dark, dark place mentally, physically. I had to take care of these three babies. Now my husband didn't have a job and it was just really, really hard. And I figured out that like, when I started, um, we knew we wanted one more baby. And so I started kind of sharing my journey on like, losing the weight and I started sharing my like mental health journey I I don't have postpartum depression as much as I have postpartum anxiety and Mm -hmm. I didn't realize like that was a thing like anxiety was like I thought it was just like you know the baby blues or the occasional depression but I was having all of these other like symptoms and I'm like what is happening to my body and my brain and my poor husband was getting the brunt of all of these like emotions and things that I had no idea what was going on and the more I shared like the more I realized like one so many other women struggle with it but also so many women don't talk about it because there's such a stigma not only around like mental health in general but I feel like women's mental health and like how women are perceived like after you have a baby I feel like there's such like a stigma and stereotype of like how it should be like this glorious, beautiful thing. When in reality, like it sucks. Oh <laughs> it God. sucks Pre- a lot of the time. I give you so much props because Milo is my one and done pregnancy. Well, for me, it was a little bit difficult because I was told I was never going to get pregnant. I also have a rare blood type. Um, and it was just on top of like my own personal struggles with mental health, pregnancy for me was a nightmare. And it's not Mm -hmm. like I was even like a big fan. Like I thought it was totally gross before even having Milo. I was like, (laughs) pregnancy is like the grossest thing. And then I got (laughs) pregnant and I read like these books and I was reading these articles online and like WebMD. And I'm like, yeah, pregnancy (laughs) is now even grosser than I thought it was. Um, do you, like, do you know what happened? I was like telling my friends that like talking to my friends who had kids. Cause I'm the last yes. one, all of my friends have had kids sure. and it's not like I even had my son, um, late in life. Like I was 26. And to me, I think that's really early. Um, sure. but like all of my friends are a bit older than me. So they've already been married. They've already had kids. 
And Uh I like called them up. I remember talking to my friend, Jessica, and I was like, do you know what happens after (laughs) you have the baby? And she's like, yeah, I do. And I was like, it's gross. It's so gross. I'm like, why do people willingly do this? This is disgusting. And then I'm like obsessed with, I'm not obsessed, but like in the winter, in the summer, I like to get outside and I like to read books and we hang out. Like I'll set my hammock up and like, I'll send my kid to the canyon, whatever, like let them run around. Um, but in the winter I like hibernate like a bear and I, (laughs) yes, I feel you there. Oh my gosh. And I will like watch trashy reality TV. It's like a guilty pleasure. And I was watching the Kardashians (laughs) and Courtney was like, I want another baby. I just, I love being pregnant so much. And I'm like sitting, like throwing popcorn at the TV. Like you were my favorite. (laughs) I hate being pregnant. I hate it. It is not my favorite. I was never comfortable. Like you said, like I was never comfortable. Um, I was in like constant pain, like my back hurt a lot. I had cramps like the entire time. And Uh it's just like, you feel like bloated, but like times 10. It, uh, mm-hmm. it's the worst. I- yes. And I'm short. I'm five one. So I carry all of my babies like in the front, like they have nowhere to go. So like, <laughs> it is like all butt and baby. Like that's basically <laughs> how my body compensates <laughs> when I'm pregnant. So that's even harder because then you're so self-conscious. Cause you're just like, you just, you don't feel like yourself because now you've got like this human who's like taking over like your emotions and your body and all of these things and you're like now what like I don't know so yeah and I feel like that's not talk I feel like so much about like pregnancy and just like what goes on during pregnancy and like even the road to get there I feel like or and the road after is just not talked about enough and I I hate that because I feel like so many women are feel so alone either in like the journey to getting pregnant or like while you're pregnant, people don't talk about like how really uncomfortable you are, how painful sex is or how just miserable you are because you have to enjoy and it, you have, it has to be this beautiful thing all the time. You have to love that you're creating human life, which it is such a beautiful thing, but it's not always sunshines and rainbows. And I feel like people are scared to talk about the negative or they're scared to talk about like, just that it's not always great. And that like, there are things that go on. And I feel like it's the not always great parts that I feel like unite women though because I feel like that's so much more relatable than like the really beautiful like maternity pictures or you know the nurseries and things like that it's the relatable things that are just I think what need to be talked about more oh definitely and I've gotten so much like so many messages from listeners of the show who have come in to like my dms or like sent me emails Um, and if you guys don't know, if you're listening out there, if you don't know on the mommywines.com, there is like a thing right on the front page. It's called ask the wine mom. And it's where you can send an email directly to me and we can talk about it on the show. Um, anonymous, of course, but like, you know, the guests can give you advice and we can talk about it. But, um, I got so many DMS from people who were like, 
I went through something like that and nobody else in my life did. I'm so glad you talked about it. Oh my gosh. Um, or like, especially when I was living in Utah, there's like this whole, um, like Pleasantville facade with moms there. Like it's like <laughs> yes. perfect bodies, yes. perfect hair, yes. Lululemon leggings, pushing their like triple strollers down the sidewalk. <laughs> And like, when I moved there, I was there for nine minutes and I'm like, what the hell did I just do? I don't know where you're, where are you from? <laughs> I live in Idaho, but I've lived in Utah and Arizona. So I could, I totally get what you're talking oh, about. Oh, that's right. I saw that on your Instagram. Um, but yeah, I like was there and I was like nine minutes, like my U-Haul hadn't even shown up yet. And I'm like, what the hell did I just do? Like, <laughs> I don't fit in here. Everyone was like bleach blonde. And they had like these tight little bodies with their Lululemon leggings. And they're just like pushing their herd of children down the street. And I'm like, oh my God, like, and then I've always been a single mom. I've always been a solo parent. Um, that's amazing. And thank you. And that was like something that I didn't really, I didn't really think about at all. Mm -hmm. Um, and cause like I grew up with a single mom, she ran a home health care okay. business. Wow. Um, and my favorite show growing up was Gilmore girls. So I'm like, Oh yes. my God, if Laura like Gilmore yes. can do it. So can I, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it wasn't ever like my plan. Like I was told, uh, at a really young age that I was never going to have kids. Um, so like being told at 20 that I'm never going to have kids. And then at 26, it was six years later. Um, I had Milo and I was like, Oh, this is so, this is like so weird. Like, I I don't know. I just, I kind of noticed. And it's something that I talk about quite a bit on the show is being like an out of the box mom. Like, and that's what I I really like to bring on really good phrase. I like that. Like an out of the box. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. We're out of the playpen. <laughs> I love it. And I, I did prepare a game for us to play, but I also Perfect. had listener questions. So for the first time, I posted a bunch of stories uh, showcasing all of the people that I'm recording with this weekend. And I put a little question box if any of the listeners wanted to ask that guest a question. And I got a few questions for you that came in. Let's do it. Have you been looking for the right opportunity to finally leave behind your daunting nine to five and live that laptop lifestyle you've been dreaming of? No, no, no. This isn't another get rich quick scheme or some MLM. What I'm talking about here is bookkeeping. And yes, you heard me right. Bookkeeping. Bookkeeping is how I am able to live my life without choosing between a career and my son and how I am living and working around a schedule that's best for our lives, not someone else or office hours. Bookkeeping is one of the oldest administrative positions around, making this not only a common and respected career choice, but with today's technology and cloud-based programs, a position that's in demand and able to be done from anywhere. Bookkeeping is perfect for parents who want or need to work from home, military spouses, who have no idea where they're gonna be next. College students, if you're studying finance, why not get real on-the-job experience now? Retirees and frequent travelers, 
Maybe you don't want to carry around a lot of inventory or you don't want to do any heavy lifting. This is perfect. You can work wherever you're connected. Basically, anyone who wishes to leave behind the chains of a cubicle, go ahead and check out edjconsultinggroup.com. My home bookkeeping masterclass is available under the resources page, but if you would like to join my team of remote bookkeepers, check out the My Team page at edjconsultinggroup.com. So the first one, well, actually, I'm going to leave that one for last because I want to know about it too. Well, I want to know about all of these, but it's, uh, <laughs> I'm going to leave that one for last. Um, that, so one of them is, do you ever get hate online? Um, and they said about being body positive. Um, so far, the response has been so positive. Really? Yes, I was really like, that was probably one of my biggest holdups for a very long time. That was kind of just a narrative I was constantly playing in my head was like, how is this going to be received? Like, I was just so nervous. And sometimes I still am like, I still just don't know, like, how people are going to feel about it. Um, but honestly, I think it's what people read. I think it's what women need right now, especially like with everything that's going on in the world and having to be in your house and so much has changed. Our bodies have changed. You know, life has kind of just thrown us so many curveballs that we kind of just really don't know what to do or how to accept the change. Um, and I get the occasional like troll or like the occasional, like, you know, nasty comment or a DM, but I know for like, but that outweighs all of the other messages that I get and all of the other comments and of women who are just so grateful that they can finally see themselves online, that it's not just like you said, the picture perfect life that there's someone out there who looks like them and they can relate. So it's been really positive so far. See, I love that. And I feel like if more like raw, authentic, relatable people showed up on Instagram, even just like I started this podcast two years ago and I was almost unsure of what it, like how people were going to take it. Um, Mm -hmm. because I'm a solo parent and especially during my time living in Utah, I got a lot of hate and a lot of negativity for that. Um, and then like my podcast co-host at the time, because I had, she was like my first guest that I had booked on Mm -hmm. the show and it was such like an instant connection. She became the co-host like right after that. Um, and like, she was like divorced. She was, um, in her forties And uh, like her kids had a big age gap and like, we were just like normal moms, but we were like Mm -hmm. unfiltered. (laughs) We would would drink wine on this show and we would cuss. And like, I don't, I edit all of the episodes and I'm like, I'm sorry. I have a kid that I have to take care of and a life to live. I'm not going to bleep out every, (laughs) every F bomb or (laughs) like shit spill that comes over the audio. Um, I'm like, sorry, I don't have time to be bleeping this out. If you don't like it, 
find another podcast. (laughs) Um, but yeah, like, I feel like even then just two years ago or five years ago, seriously, we didn't have a space on Instagram. It was all like Instagram models or, you know, like, like we've talked about like the picture perfect curated feeds Mm -hmm. and I love myself a Lightroom filter. Oh, totally. But but like, I am starting to kind of like get a little bit more comfortable. Um, just because I am suffering from the quarantine 19, uh, but, but also I feel like when I had my son and when I was working out all the time and when I was eating and breastfeeding all the time and I was at a really good weight, I even when I was like, I felt the fittest, I was like, I had the most like endurance and my mood was the best but like my body didn't look like it did before I had my son. And then I kind of like came to this realization, um, that like, it's like a traumatic experience to your body to have a baby. Yes. And it is. I feel like, um, I'm just, I'm never going to look like I did when I was 20 again. And it's no. because I'm 30 now <laughs> and, I'm, right. and I'm not going to look 30 when I'm 40. Um, yes. so I kind of have been transitioning mostly on my mindset because I can't work out in a gym with a face mask. It's just not going to happen. No. Um, but we've been like, (laughs) uh, we just started homeschooling. So we've been implementing doing yoga, um, in our daily homeschool routine. And I've been like, just mostly just working on mindset. And I have just in the past few days noticed such a difference. And I posted a reel, which is something I never would have done. And I know that you are like the real queen. Um, Reels is where it's at. (laughs) You are like the queen of reels. I posted (laughs) a reel just a couple minutes ago and I like featured myself in it. And I'm like, that is something I normally would not have done. Yes. I love that. And I talked about in one of, I think it was the mommy body reel that I did. And I, I, in the caption, I just talked about like how often we constantly talk about like, I, I want to go back. I want to be back to where I was. I want to be back to all of these things. But in reality, if you look back like five, 10, even like in high school where we could just, you know, where, you know, it was so great. I'm like, but did you really like like yourself in high school? Cause oh I God, no. still hated myself at like, <laughs> I am a, I have a very, I'm a curvy person. I've always been curvy. Like it is a genetic thing. Like I've got wide hips. I've got like the bum, I've got the legs. Like I've got all of these things, but I'm also short and I have a kind of a tiny waist and I've got big boobs and I've got, you know, and like, but I didn't see that in high school. Like I was one of my, like the few friends that like was actually curvy. All of my other friends were tall and skinny and all of the things. And I'm like, I still was so, so self-conscious in high school. And even going into college, I think like no matter how hard we try, like it's, I don't know why it's so hard to embrace our bodies, like in the moment and in the time where we're at, we're constantly wishing either to go back to maybe a time where we did feel super amazing, but like, we were still probably picking ourselves apart, even when we were at our fittest, you know, our mental health maybe wasn't in the best spot. So I'm like, but I feel like when we embrace ourselves in the moment where we can just look ourselves in the mirror and be like, this is what I look like. And this is great. And this is where I'm at. And, you know, we're going to get better. We're going to keep moving forward. But like, 
embracing where you're at, then I feel like there's just like kind of this shift in your brain where you can be like, okay, you know, I think it's not that you stop caring, but you're just, you're letting go of all of the other things. You're letting go of that baggage or that like wishful thinking that I feel like holds you back from moving forward or that mindset of like, you're kind of just, you, you put yourself in a box that like, you have to be like this. You have to look like this at a certain time. And especially after you have a baby, you have to, you know, at the six weeks, get back to the gym, you know, or you have to bounce back to your pre-pregnancy weight. And you're like, "Uh, okay, but what if I don't do that? Like what happens if I don't bounce back? What happens if I gain weight when I'm nursing? What happens? Like if I'm still really uncomfortable after I have a baby, like, I don't know. We put ourselves in boxes and social media puts ourselves in boxes and we put this stereotype, this stigma around ourselves and after having babies. And it's just like, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. uh, I am just like going into, because I'm going to be 32 this year and I'm just moving into this. Really? Yes. Cheers to 32. Yes. (laughs) Um, I am just moving into this phase of life where I am like, I just, I I have no fucks to give. Like, yes. And it's so weird because I have such a struggle with anxiety and it was really bad when I was like, you said like in high school, um, I remember I used to pat, I used to always keep an extra top or like a extra hoodie or something. Sometimes I would even pack it according to my outfit, um, Mm. to bring with me to school. And it was because I had like this weird fear or it was like an, it would give me so much anxiety. Like when people would stare at me. And I remember when I was going into freshman year of high school, I had moved in with my sister and she lived in a different town. So I was starting a new school and it was like a really small town. Like they had bring your tractor to school day. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Stop it. And I'm like, so everyone in this school has gone to school with each other since they were babies. And I'm the new girl. And I was like, you know, like the shiny new thing. Um, Uh Uh-huh. So I remember this one time and I feel like I'm going to remember this until the day that I die. Um, I used to have a best friend and we would like share closets. So like our parents loved it because they would only buy like half the clothes of going back to school because we would (laughs) switch and swap. And she actually works, she works in fashion now in New York city, uh, which is actually really funny because like she would like curate these outfits for us to wear during the, like for the week. That's so cool. I love that. And, um, but like, I remember like walking into the cafeteria and everyone turned their head. Cause it was like my first day of school and uh, I got so anxious. I like sweat. That gives me anxiety. Just hearing that. I'm like, Oh no. <laughs> I like, I like sweat through my shirt and, um, oh it was gosh. like, it smelled awful. And, I just, and back then I used to wear like the unscented men's deodorant. And then I would put scented women's deodorant over top. Um, who knew? I was like, oh my God, deodorant doesn't work for me. Who knew I was just an anxious freaking train wreck walking around the schools of my, like the halls of my high school. Um, but I remember this day so vividly and I had to go and get a shirt out of my locker and change. 
And uh, I was like, that is probably obviously going to be the smallest I'd ever been in my life. Like I was a freshman Mm -hmm. in high school. I was like, what, what what are you 15, 16 and as a freshman? Yes. Um, and I'm like, I was so anxious then, but now I'm probably the biggest I've ever been in my life. Mm -hmm. I'm also the oldest I've ever been in my life. And I'm going into this phase where I'm just focusing so much on the way I talk to myself and the way I feel about things more than the way I look. Um, and I feel like when you change your mindset, if it's something that's important to you, like if you want to do things that make you happy, like playing with your kids at the park or, um, cause like when you're down stuff like that seems like a chore, like oh, totally when you're yeah. depressed and when you're beating yourself up mentally, you know, like stuff like that does, it feels like a chore. Yeah. So like walking around the lake or taking your kids to the playground or having a picnic or, um, actually like cooking food. I remember mm, when I yes. am, am like super down in the dumps or if I'm being hard on myself, the last thing I want to do is cook. It's so much easier to go through a drive through Totally. Um, but like, I feel like when I make these mental changes, like healthy changes kind of just follow along. Yes. That is so beautifully said. And I 100% <laughs> agree with that. Like, and, I, and, I, and it doesn't have to be, like you said, it doesn't have to be some grand mental shift. A lot of the times it's just like some starting super small, like, you know, look, you know, saying like doing daily affirmations or manifesting things that you want to change or like yoga with your little boy in the morning. Sometimes it's just like the small things that you do. And over time, you'll just see and like, and it's also not going to happen overnight either. And I feel like we want those like instant gratifications. Oh, that Um, is like the state of the world. Everybody wants everything right now, right now, right now. Yes. And that's not like one, it's not healthy. And two, like, that's just, I don't know. I think you appreciate it more when you can look back and be like, oh my gosh, I may not be like physically where I want to be, but look at how much I have grown and like the growth that you've seen in yourself is so much better than maybe like the physical change. Like if you've been able to like grow mentally or like do something in that form or fashion, I feel like that change is you can see that more because you come off more confident or you people can recognize that more in like how you talk and like how you come, you know, into conversation more than like your physical body. And that is huge because that's what I want people to see. I don't necessarily care what people like see about my body. I'm like, I just want them to know that like, I'm happy where I am right now in this moment in my stage of life because of the things I've experienced and the growth that has happened over the last few years. That's what I want people to see and encourage them to do. Yeah. Hey, wine moms. I am proud to say and celebrate that One Hope Wines has reached over $6 million in donations. One Hope's award-winning wines are made by some of the most acclaimed winemakers in the industry. Blending traditional winemaking methods with modern techniques, each exquisite bottle becomes a catalyst for change. One Hope's commitment to high-quality wine is just as important as their commitment to the causes they support. 
Through the sale of every bottle, One Hope has donated over $6 million to impactful causes around the world. They have built a school in Guatemala, funded over 19,000 days of clinical trials for breast cancer research, planted an entire forest in Indonesia, provided over 3 million meals for children in need, and found over 80,000 pets forever homes. If you're going to sip, then sip with purpose. OneHopeWines.com backslash my shop backslash mommy wines. And if you have a cause that you would like to support, send me a message on Instagram. I would love to host a wine fundraiser with you. Check out the link in the show notes below. I remember this one time I was in Salt Lake um, and work kind of took me over there. It was never like a goal of mine to live in Salt Lake City. Um, I didn't even really know anything about Utah. I just knew that like celebrities <laughs> went there to watch movies for some reason, like <laughs> once a year. I'm like, being from Ohio, I'm like, what the hell is Utah? Like the West is right? just one big thing to people from Ohio. Totally. I feel like yeah. it's yeah. like, yeah. there's all that. that stuff in the middle and then there's California. <laughs> right. Basically, like it's just this awkward, awkward middle spot to get to the coast. Like that's <laughs> yeah. basically it. <laughs> so like besides, yeah, besides Sundance and like celebrities skiing, I like knew nothing right? about it, but work yeah. took me over there and okay. it, it was like a really big, um, like adjustment. And I remember, um, like I've always kind of been fun. I've always liked to, uh, play with like corporate wear, um, because I was okay. in corporate finance for so long. Um, like business wear was kind of fun for me. I kind of enjoyed sure. back then, uh, getting, and now it's quarantine. So I'm like, if I'm getting out of my sweatpants, it better be for like a really good bottle <laughs> of sparkling wine and, and like something really good must be going on outside my house right. for me to leave. But back in the day, I used to really enjoy like, um, getting a good deal on shoes that were on sale or like finding oh, yes. a really funky top that like worked with corporate, like polka dots or something like it was sure so I would always get compliments on like my outfits or you know how I looked but I remember this one time I walked into work and I think I had lived in Utah for about six months and I don't think I smiled for those six months and I walked into work and I was kind of just like I don't know I was like my contract's almost over I can go back to the real world now (laughs) like and I walked in and I was just like you know what like it was a sunny day um like the mountains were pretty and I'm like I'm just gonna like I gotta fix this I need to get out of this rut and I walked in and I was smiling and my coworker was like oh wow I'm like what and he's like, I don't think I've ever seen you smile before. You have a really nice oh smile. Oh my God. Re- I'm going to remember that compliment probably also for the rest of my life. So there's a good and a bad memory for the rest of my life. Um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> because I'm like, that compliment meant so much to me. Not only was I feeling that myself that day, but like looking back, I don't think there was any other time in my life that I had gone six months without smiling. Oh my gosh. Like that was crazy, but yeah, mental, like your mental state has so much to do with everything else. And I've even like been reading about if you have more positive thoughts, like it does something to like the chemicals in your brain and it like 
positive thoughts and positive, um, like just vibes and energy. I know it sounds really woo woo, but like it releases chemicals in your brain that actually help you boost your metabolism. Yes. I'm like, what the heck? Your brain is so powerful. And like it, it's so mind blowing. Um, we like, I've learned so much about like manifesting and like daily affirmations. Cause for the longest time I'm like, really doesn't make that much of a difference. But like on my screen, on my phone, my lock screen, I am like, they're not goals, but they're just things that I want and aspire to. And I've got them on my home screen. So I see them like every day. And like, oh, some I of them are happening. I love that. And like, look, it, yes, mine are blocked by notifications. But like, <laughs> I thought like, I just went in and I just created it. And I'm just like, I see them every day. And it's not like if it doesn't happen, it's the end of the world. But it's just a constant reminder of like, yes okay like this is you know what I'm working towards and it just it just gives it just kind of fuels the fire a little bit it's like okay yes like you know helps you kind of just like make that mental switch it's like okay I have on there like I'm a patient mom and wife and I'm like okay (laughs) taking a step back like let's (laughs) try and not like murder the children today let's like keep them all alive and we'll be okay we'll start over tomorrow I love that. Fake it till you make it, right? <laughs> yes, basically. Or until husband comes home and then he can take over. So fake it till five and then the husband's turn. <laughs> oh my God. That is a meme. Fake it till five. Yes. I love that. So another listener question is, um, do you wear makeup every day? And another one is what is something you do for yourself? And I'm combining both of those questions uh, because I have a friend who like that in the morning is like her special time. Like she sits mm-hmm. on her bathroom sink and she has like that. 10 minutes and yes. she wears makeup every day because like, that's her special time. Mine is drinking yes. coffee, but yeah. It. So two listener questions. Do you wear makeup every day? Cause uh, a lot of your Instagrams and a lot of your reels are uh, dealing with makeup. And then also what is something special you do for yourself every day? Um, I try to wear makeup every day or at least do something. Um, because I feel like if I do that and I get dressed, even if I'm not going anywhere, like that for me also just helps me have a better day. I feel just like, like put together. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like just, I don't know it for me. It's just like, okay, I'm just happier because like getting dressed and feeling like beautiful in that way just helps me. I don't know. It just changed my mood. It changes my mood and attitude. So I do my very best to do something, whether it's like doing my hair or putting on a little bit of makeup and getting dressed, even if it's still leggings and a sweatshirt, it's fine. <laughs> Um, but just doing that, but I also to tag onto that question, like, I don't, sometimes I consider that like me time or something that I do for myself, like, um, but like, it is like, I work from home. So it like doing makeup is part of like my home business, but like, I have learned, like, we just moved into a new house and, um, 
we have, I have a, t- I have a big soaker tub for the first Ooh. time in like my, like ever being in a house. <laughs> and so lately that has been like my me time. Like we're um, building and that is one of my requests Oh my gosh, is to have like my- a corner yes. soaker tub. Yes. That was my, like, I, when I was talking to our realtor and I'm like, it, that is a deal breaker. If it doesn't have a tub, <laughs> I don't want the house. Um, and like I growing up, like my mom is a bath person. She has always been a bath person. Like that's my mom's like sanctuary is her tub. And I always thought that was kind of weird growing up. Like I would, I always preferred showers. Um, but like, I don't know lately, like it has just been my favorite thing to just sit in a really hot bath. And I can just have the lights off and just relax and I can be on my phone, but like, there's just something about like sitting in the hot water and like how I get out and I'm like, Oh, so (laughs) I've been like, that's been my favorite thing lately. Um, and another thing I do is I listen to personal development every single day. Um, and that has been huge for my mindset too is just finding other people who are super uplifting, whether it's a book, whether it's a podcast, or um, even sometimes just music, just putting on like more uplifting music just puts me in a better mood and just kind of changes my mindset. So probably like personal development and like baths, taking time to just kind of relax and decompress so that I know I'm going to start my day off. I'm going to end my day right. And I'm going to feel better tomorrow or the next day. Um, those are like my me times. <laughs> Sorry, my son just walked in. <laughs> uh. Oh, hello. We had a special appearance the other day. Uh. Here you go. Here you go. Okay. I'll be out in just a little bit. I normally listen to like really mellow music, but if I'm ever in a, in a state of mind where I need like a helping hand to get out of a rut and I need to like pump myself up, Cardi B is my jam. Mm. Yes. I never would have thought I would say that because I'm like, oh that's hilarious. my God, this right? woman is out of control, but she Basically. is just like out of control in like her own way. She's doing her own yes. thing. She like, yes. doesn't care. And I'm like, no, yes. if you ever need like that hand to reach out and help you like get out of mm-hmm. a funky situation, like, dude, like do your, put your makeup, like sit on your bathroom sink, put some makeup on yes. and listen to Cardi B. Like you'll yes. feel like a whole new person. <laughs> I love it. We do dance parties a lot too. Like if me and my kids are just like, we're just not feeling it. We'll turn on like my kids love Michael Jackson, which I think is hilarious. Really? That like my little kids love Michael Jackson. So sometimes we'll turn on like, just like, music that's got like a beat where we can just like dance it out and like (laughs) you know whatever just play some really awesome music in the house and like especially because my kids get really like they have like the witching hour between like three and five p.m there's like it's just the worst time of the day ever 
And it's just like, oh my gosh, what is happening to you? <laughs> Something clicks. I don't know what it they is. They become possessed. I'm telling you, it's a thing. They do. I don't know what happens in their brain. They're like, oh, it's 3 p.m. Let's go drive mommy freaking bananas. <laughs> so usually like we've got music going on and we just try and just, I burn their energy. So like after dinner, they go right to bed. But I feel like, yeah, music, good a good song, make or break it. I feel like. Yeah. My son reached recently and I saw that you made a reel about this, but my son recently stopped taking naps. However, he goes to bed at seven and I, I used to look at moms and I'm like, Oh my God, you put your kid to seven. Like, that's so mean. Like, why would you do that? And now he like stopped taking naps and I put him to bed at seven. And it's like, so if he goes to bed at seven or if he goes to bed at 10, he still wakes up at seven in the morning. And I'm like, why, why do you do this to me? What's happening? Um, so yeah, when he gave up naps, I like, I put him to bed at like seven because he was like falling asleep on the couch. And then since that day, he's like, okay, mommy, it's, it's, I'm going to go to bed now. And like, he doesn't even fight it at like seven. Oh my gosh. But now I'm like, I feel like this is the same thing. And we were just making this joke on another episode. Um, where parenting is kind of like COVID, like you get used to one phase and then they like, it changes. Um, perfect. So like, I just got used to him. Uh, you know, like we just got back into Nevada. I got into like a really good routine. I work for myself. So I work from home. Um, and you know, like I kind of loved his naps in the middle of the day and then he stopped. He just like one day stopped Mm -hmm. and I was like lost. I was like, oh my God, I feel like I'm just like living in the eye of a hurricane. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But now I put him to bed at seven and, uh, and and yeah, we're readjusting to that now, but I was like, oh, that's, that's a hard one. My four-year-old, um, so my two-year-old still takes naps. Sometimes he'll skip them. But like, he is awful if he doesn't, but my four-year-old, he will fight it. But then at like dinner time, he is passed out like with food in his mouth because he just can't <laughs> like make it. But then he's up till like, God knows when. And so it's just like, oh my gosh. It's like, he's either falling asleep during dinner and he's like a beast. Cause like, I'm like, I know you're tired, dude. Like you just need to rest for a second because you're oh, they'll miserable. lie to you. <laughs> oh yeah. He, no, I'm not tired. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. Okay. <laughs> sure. Whatever. Um, but then like, ugh, but then nighttime is like, and then bedtime is still, I'm just like, why are we still fighting about this? We go to bed every single day. Like, why, why is this a fight? I don't understand. You've been doing this since you were an infant. Yeah. <laughs> why is this a struggle? The Fetching Barker is owned and operated by Milo, my four-year-old son, an inspiration behind all that I do, Zeppelin, our rescue ESA golden doodle, and myself, your wacky and adventurous wine-sipping podcast host. Shop the most fetching and eco-friendly, natural, and handcrafted dog supplies. The Fetching Barker has everything your pup needs and so much more. From toys to travel essentials, a wide line of CBD and hemp products, snacks and treats, and so much more. Shop your favorite brands like Pethead, Beko Pets, Papilla, Petalton Pet, or 
Find new brands that I'm sure you're going to love. Visit thefetchingbarker.com and feel good that a portion of all profits go to support global conservation efforts. That's thefetchingbarker.com. So crazy, but it's true. Like, yes, I have the same fight Um, because I work from home. Sometimes I have to charge my laptop. So I'll plug it in in my kitchen and I like Mm -hmm. the cord will drape over the counter, drape over and then kind of connect to the the table. Love it. Love it. So he likes to run around the table and I've been telling him for months, I was like, do not mess with the cord. Cause if he like runs into this cord, my laptop is just going to go flying. It's probably going to break, whatever. Right. Um, And I tell him every single day for months now, since we moved in here in August to stop playing by the cord. And it's like, (laughs) the only time he ever wants to play in this area between like our table and our countertop is when it's plugged in. Of course. Um, of course. Or like the only yes. time he wants anything to do with me is when I have a phone call and it's like actually uh-huh. a fun conversation. <laughs> right. And you're like, Hey, you were quiet literally 30 seconds ago. It's like, they have like this weird sixth sense about like, Oh, she's about to do something super important. Let's go bugger. <laughs> yes. And the last and final question is um, about your hair. How often (laughs) do you dye your hair and why do you choose such fun colors? I can't tell you how many messages and DMs I get about my hair. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm curious because I almost went purple. Um, I had my hair let's see, I do purple about once a year. I get like an itch for something different. Um, I first started purple hair like three and a half years ago. I was doing Halloween looks and I was like, it would be really fun to do purple pink hair. But it's really hard to find like an actual stylist who will do like the um, celebrity colors or like the fun colors because it's time consuming and it's you have to like especially if you're brown or other colors like oh yeah it's a process to get to oh so do you go and get uh, yours done or do you do it at home sometimes for the most part I'm blonde um and so it makes doing it at home a little bit easier um, because my hair is already blonde. It just soaks up the color. And then I'll go in like every like eight to 12 weeks and she'll kind of just freshen me up a little bit if I want to like change it up or if I just want to go back to blonde. Um, and so for the most part, I do it at home. My favorite products are Overtone, which is actually like a color depositing conditioner. Yeah, I was going to say, um, isn't that like a shampoo, but conditioner? Yeah, so this one's a conditioner, which I like because I've used um, shampoos in the past, but they dry out my hair like crazy. And so then mm. my hair is not healthy, even though it looks really fun. I'm like, it just feels super gross. Um, and so I used viral shampoo for a long time and apparently they have a conditioner too. Um, so I used a viral for a really long time, but it messed my hair up. It was so not healthy because I was using it a lot. Um, and I only wash my hair once a week. So once a week, I'll kind of, (laughs) I only wash my hair once a week, maybe twice a week, kind of depending on like 
if I'm feeling super oily. So once a week, I'll kind of just freshen up my color. And it's basically just like a mask. So you just, um, I love that Overtone has like so many different colors to choose from. Um, so I'll just throw it in on dry hair before my shower and then just wash it out. So there's other, um, there's other ones that are out there too, but like, I don't know. I love the color choices of overtone. So I have a bunch of different colors too. I've got like a magenta and a blue and a teal. So I'm like, I like, I'm like, Ooh, I could like mix and match and like make some (laughs) really fun colors if I wanted to. Um, but yeah, for the most part, I just do it at home and yeah. It makes it really just, it makes it fun. And especially in the winter time and during quarantine and COVID, I just needed something fun oh, to yeah. do just to kind of get myself out of a little bit of a funk. Um, I was like, I'm just going to throw some purple in my hair <laughs> and just do something super fun. So yeah, it's just, it, it, it makes it just a little more fun and the compliments are f- hilarious like it's ju- it just cracks me up they're like I love hair. it I'm like, I've been like oh I would <laughs> I would die to go like a pastel color like I've seen a lot of people on Pinterest with like rose gold and yes. I think it's so pretty um I do red it's like cherry Merlot red. Um, and I've been dyeing my hair like that for years now. Um, Mm -hmm. just because like, I don't know, I I just, I like it and I feel like it matches my skin tone because my, my dad is Irish. So I'm like pale basically, unless I get like flush in my cheeks and I feel like Uh the red is just like, I don't know. It's good. Um, but like, sometimes I go a little bit different. Like sometimes I'll do more like of a dark, deep violet purple. Um, or I'll just recently I was going to do a, like a, like a foresty green color, like a, I forget what it was called. Not amethyst. Um, something else, but it was like this, like green color, emerald, like green emerald. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, that would be so pretty, but viral, I think it's like, a viral company that does those, um, like the metallics box oh, hair fun. dyes that you yeah. get from the store. Okay. Uh-huh. And it does, it makes my hair feel like shit afterwards. Right. For it's a awful. while, for like at least a yes. couple washes. Yes. So that's why I like, like, if you're gonna do like color, see if you can find it in a conditioner form, because then it also like, it acts as like a mask. So you can either like do like wash your hair and then dry it and then put it on or just do it on clean hair and then just rinse it out because then you've got the really fun color and then your hair doesn't feel like absolute crap. So yeah, definitely good tips. Yes. So I have prepared a game for us to play. So let's play a game of would you rather, and then we can get into confessions. Perfect. So the first, would you rather Would you rather live the rest of your life with only mascara or only lipstick? It's the only two makeup things you have. You can only wear lip, you can only wear lipstick or only wear mascara. I'm gonna have to say lipstick. Really? Yes. Mine is mascara. It's pretty much the only thing I ever wear. (laughs) I... I can't tell you how many lipsticks I own upstairs. Like I have 
it's really kind of an obsession with <laughs> lipstick because I feel like when I'm in like a really crappy mood or if I'm just kind of feeling like crap throw on a bold lip I feel like Game I changer. can do about anything yes <laughs> and I have a really hard hair- time with go oh, ahead I was gonna say lipsticks are your hail hail marys they are because I feel like I have the hardest time finding a good mascara. I feel like I've tried every mascara like out there and I just can't find one that like I love, but I know like my, a lip will never turn me down. So it's just kind of like, I know I'll never be betrayed by a lipstick. So yeah. (laughs) Love it. The next one is, would you rather live the next five years where your children don't take naps or no. Would you rather live the next five years where your child, where your children take naps every day or they stop throwing tantrums in public? (laughs) (laughs) Great question. It's been a while, like knock on wood since my kids have had a temper tantrum in public oh yeah a lot of times we're not going anywhere (laughs) yeah well and uh, when they do I just laugh at them because they're being so ridiculous um and it's hilarious to me I'm one of those parents who like I'm literally laughing at my kids who are like like on the floor like that's just what I do um so I'm gonna have to say like I'm I'm gonna take the nap I'm gonna <laughs> take my kids. I, I have to. All it's of like, them are gonna that's take when mommy naps works. for the next five yeah. years. Yes. I would honestly take that one too, just because living out West and having all of my friends and family and everybody who like, I would really be like concerned about judging me being back in Ohio. Like, I don't give a damn what anybody in this town thinks because I don't right. know them. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like- Mm-hmm. So the next one is, would you rather only listen to new aged pop music or nineties R and B? So if you could only choose one music to listen to, I'm going to say for a year. <laughs> um, because I've noticed the music on your reels are are like fun and a lot of them are throwbacks right they totally are like you give me like a good throwback song I'm all about it I have a I don't know I have a hard time with like some of the new music that comes out I'm just kind of like oh it's trash it's trash (laughs) give me like you know Britney Spears Spice Girls like oh my god I was such a Spice Girl like give me all of those and I am going to like dance it out and be your best friend like (laughs) to be honest I'm a I love country music like if I'm gonna do anything like give me like a good country song and whoo I'm a happy camper (laughs) so probably give me the the 90s the 90s throwbacks yeah yeah I would pick that too because yeah new music is is trash not all of it there's there's a couple like golden tickets you know that come out totally I feel that and you're like oh okay I'm feeling it but all the other stuff I'm just I turn on the I don't even listen to the radio anymore and I'm like 
I, I can't, I, I, uh, well, uh, being in height, being in Idaho, you're probably going through the same thing I'm going through. And I can't listen to a radio station out here because, um, I drive like 10 miles and the radio station is now gone. Um, (laughs) so I'm like, uh, being out West, it is like in town and then nothing. Um, my gosh. So I have Spotify that plays, um, even when I'm like out of service (laughs) or the Sirius XM that came with my car. Nice. Yes. I love it. I'm like, like, I feel bad. Even when we're in the car, it's like the same five songs, like over and over again. I get out of the car for like 10 seconds and I'm back in the car and I'm like, I just heard this song and I really didn't care for it the first time and now I have to listen to it again so can we not so the next one is and we have two more the next one is would you rather have an unlimited amount of free makeup or an unlimited amount of free hair salon style visits Oh, these are getting mm. you. These are hitting you right they in the heart. <laughs> Seriously. I'm like, oh, you have to make me choose. Um, probably makeup. Um, mainly I could, I could, I love my hairstylist and I love getting my hair done because I don't, I go without my children and it's like total me time. <laughs> <laughs> and if you diet, you're there like a couple place. hours. Right. Oh, girl, it's like a three hour process. It's amazing. <laughs> um, and then you take your time getting home and it's so great. Um, but like I can do most of it at home. So the free makeup would be super, I'd be, I'd be all about that. But that's a really, really hard one. That's a hard one. I don't know. The only time I've only ever gotten to I've only had two good experiences at a hair salon. Really? Yeah. So this, I looked it up on Pinterest um, because I'm not somebody who like is really good at doing hair. Um, I don't really play around all that much with my hair. Like I'll, you know, diet a funky color, but when it comes to like actual like maintenance, like getting up and curling it every day or doing something like that. And I wish I liked dry shampoo. Um, but I, I don't, and I have a nemesis. I have psoriasis on like the back of my neck. So I'm like, it feels so good just to watch. Cause it's like, my anxious thing is like scratching. Mm -hmm. Um, so like I've only ever had two good hair salon visits and one of them was this girl I found, uh, in Salt Lake city. And they like, it's like an undercover hair salon. I feel like they run it like a prohibition. Um, oh my gosh. It's like what you would imagine, like getting your hair done in the fifties is like, like you go in and it's like so nice and they like massage your scalp and you have like a glass, they pour you a glass of wine and like all the women are chit chatting and gossiping. I've never had an experience like that before. Um, seriously, how do I get in on that? Well, you got to like be in the know because since it's in Mm. Utah, they don't have like a Mm. bar license. Nice. And I don't think they have a gossip license either, but those are free. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but 
but like I went there and I'm like, oh my God, this woman did such a good job. And she was like honest too. I was like, it's hard to find a good hairstylist. It is so hard. And the guy who cut my hair recently basically gave me a mullet. He cut seven and a half inches off my hair. (gasps) When I went in there, I booked me and my son to get haircuts at the same time because I was like, oh, I just need to trim, just like trim up the ends, like two inches. And then do like a little face framing uh, layers in the front. Seven and a half inches later. That is a lot. That is not a trim. That's Mm. like a chop. Mm -mm -mm. I about passed out. And they also refused to cut my son's hair because he's four and wouldn't keep his mask on. So I I walked out of there with the worst haircut I've ever had in my life. And like, I'm not somebody like I used to have hair so long that I would braid it at night. So I wouldn't like pull it when I was sleeping. Um, Oh my gosh. So like for me to have seven and a half inches cut off my hair, I literally thought I I was like dying from the inside out. And then they, Oh, I would have cried so hard. It was like the worst (laughs) experience. And then I left and like, they like, didn't even cut Milo's hair. So he like still looked like a hobo, you know, like every other kid in quarantine, but <laughs> yeah, basically. I was like, Oh my God, that is the worst, but Salt oh Lake and legacy hair salon in Medina, Ohio <laughs> are like the two best places. Oh my gosh. Okay. I have to tell you a secret. Coffee is literally one of my food groups. Having my son home with me all year, expanding my practice, EDJ Consulting Group, relaunching my super fun and spooky podcast, Tales After Dark, and running our eco-friendly pet shop, The Fetching Barker, it's honestly what keeps me moving and retaining the little bit of sanity I have left. Coffee Over Cardio is my go-to lifesaver. It's owned and operated by female entrepreneur, Abby Scott, and it's all carb-free sugar-free, keto-friendly, and gluten-free. Like, seriously? It's totally guilt-free. With super fun flavors like birthday cake, cinnamon bun, french toast, vanilla hazelnut, my favorite, and so many more, you can't go wrong. Coffee Over Cardio even has all your coffee accessories like tumblers, frothers, creamers, and my must-have, Hydrate that you can add to coffee or water, upping the flavor and the hydration with electrolytes. Abby is seriously a genius. Get 10% off when you use code 10 Emadon and free shipping on orders over 85. Once again, that's code 10 Emadon. The link is in the show notes below. Last, would you rather... They say high-waisted is once again out of style, but would you rather have the choice of high-waisted jeans or high-waisted leggings? High-waisted leggings all the way. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) I love me a good pair of high-waisted jeans because they suck in all the things and they make me feel freaking amazing, but... I live in my high-waisted leggings. Like I love leggings too. Every day. Oh my gosh. When you find that like perfect pair of high-waisted leggings, like you can't go back. Like, Mm-mm. and you need like one for each day because they're just so good. <laughs> you know, those like flared kind of um, like boot cut legging or not leggings, like those boot cut uh, yoga pants. 
they're like the joggers kind of but they're like boot cut they're like kind of flared mm. at the bottom no oh oh i know what you're talking about yes 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 sorry it took me a minute to yeah they used to be head. really popular with victoria's yes. secret pink but yes um yes. under armor makes this whole new um women's like fit line and I, I actually had the woman who owns the glowy collection. It's like a maternity legging that has like a, um, a like tightening, uh, yeah. tummy panel. Um, I had her Love on the it. podcast and she used to be the buyer or like, uh, branding something or she used to be like really high up at Under Armour and her episode was like really far back. Um, but like she now owns Glowy and she was talking about like the different things that like um, activewear companies do and how it's really beneficial, especially postpartum um, because yes. like they'll put like uh, like some of their uh, co- like the compressive materials are sometimes uh-huh. made with like a copper threading, which conducts heat, which can not only like compressive materials help you with like standing up straighter and holding everything in. But it also, the copper uh, conducts heat and it's also like sweat wicking. So it's like, it doesn't get gross. It's like antimicrobial threading. That sounds so interesting. But like, since it conducts heat, it like um, the heat and the sweat can kind of help you with like stretch marks, healing when you're, um, if you had like a C-section and then obviously the compressive material holding everything in is kind of like yes. a built-in belly band. Um but Under Armour has, a, I think it's a new line. I got a pair at the going Park City Outlets, but they Sorry. have the compressive high-waisted band in those flared pant, like yoga pants. Oh my gosh. And like their whole thing is, uh, it's, they're so great. I got them at the Park City Outlet Mall. So if you have one, yes. I think they have one in, uh, Ma- not McCall, uh, Coeur d'Alene, if you're up that okay. far. No, um, not that if you're not, waiting. yeah, you might have to go some like to park city, <laughs> but, but I my, my city. jam was the park city outlet mall when I lived in Utah and they park have city. such good deals there and their under armor store is like the best. I am going to have to check that out. My husband used to work for Dick's sporting goods, like way when we were first married. And so he would get like major discounts, like on all of like the name brand stuff. And so I think that's what I missed the most is like him getting all of like these major discounts and all of these like name brand stuff. Cause yeah, they would he give has him like to go back and get a part-time job. <laughs> right. Basically. I'm like, okay, I need all my workout stuff. So can you like figure that out? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. I would love that. I once got a job at, um, JC Penny over like the seasonal really. I took a seasonal job at JC Penny just for the discount. And I ended up spending more money at JC Penny than Uh I made. And I was Uh like, and I had a discount and I'm like, Oh my God, this is so not worth it. I have to quit. (laughs) I worked at JC Penny's like, um, I think my senior year of high school, um, just for like part-time job, um, like, like Christmas, like new Year's. Same here. I was like a freshman in college. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And then I had like a break in between school. And so I came back 
and I didn't work like my at the beginning I didn't work the like I was like the floor person like I was the one like cleaning up after everyone's messages rearranging all of that Ugh, it was awful but then I worked in kids and I'm like this is even worse there was one time um this was actually at a Utah JC Penney's Ooh, is this um, gonna be your confession probably Ooh, we can, we can jump right into confessions um I think it was like I don't even know I don't even think it was busy that day um but like me and my friends were working and like people never take care of the dressing rooms when it comes to like the kids section like they just throw the like the clothes everywhere and they just leave one day Um, I was at the register and my friends were cleaning out the dressing rooms and someone let their kids pee on the clothes in the dressing room. Oh my God. Why? Like there was a pile of clothes. I don't know if they just couldn't make it to the bathroom or what the situation was, but like there was pee like all over these clothes and they didn't even buy them. They just left them in the dressing room and left with oh like na- nasty pea clothes. And there was like a huge pile of clothes. It was so nasty. And our managers were pissed because now they don't know what to do. Like that's like, they don't know what to do with all of these clothes. Because you gotta now just like, yeah, like, like write them off because you can't sell yeah. them. No. And like, it's not like, yeah, what do you do? So like we hated the dressing rooms because they would just leave that. They were just so disgusting because like people would just take like armfuls of clothes in there. And then it was just, it was a nightmare. And it always smelled so bad. And I'm like, kids are just disgusting. See, people (laughs) get mad at retail stores when they're like, oh, it's a five item max. But I'm like, if you worked in retail, then you would know that like, yes, you like, because people like have these habits of like taking in, like, like you said, armfuls of stuff, they're not going right. to like, they're not going to take all of that stuff back and no. put it away. And even no. when there's like a rack right out, like normally there's like a rack in like the totally. hallway to right. like put your stuff if you don't want it uh-huh. um, or like the stuff that you tried on and you didn't like, and you're not getting like put right. it on the rack, but nobody ever does that. No, unless no. people work in retail and then they do. They're yes. like, I always feel bad. Cause I'm just like, I've been there. So here I'm actually going to take it back out to the store and put it away for you because I feel so bad. <laughs> See, like I always walk into a dressing room and like, even if there's stuff left over, like hanging on the racks, which there always is, always. I always put it with my stuff and take it out. So yes. <laughs> like my dressing room is always empty for the next yes, person. Here. Yes. I'm like, dude, I worked in retail. I know you're paying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to help you out. Like, I feel like everyone should work retail at some point in their life because you just need that experience or being like a waiter or waitress because they're just not very fun, but the experience is unlike anything else. Yeah. And, and work in retail when you don't have like actual bills to pay, like, right. <laughs> yes. 
you're going to spend yeah. a lot of money. <laughs> I would always come home with clothes. And my mom was like, did you need that? And I'm like, there was a sale and I had like this extra discount and my discount. So it was basically free. <laughs> I told myself all every of the, single time I got home. All of the things that I got for basically free um, really added up because I really made oh, no totally. money working at yes. JCPenney. Yes, exactly. <laughs> my mom's like, this is supposed to be a part-time job so that you can like start helping out. And I'm like, you don't have to buy my clothes now. Uh, yeah, basically, here's that. It's like, you don't have to take me shopping for clothes because I just spent all of it at JCPenney. <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for being my guest. Go ahead. Thank and... you so much for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Go ahead and share with all of the listeners where they can find you on social, where you are online. I know you do run um, your, like you said, your own makeup business. So where can they find all of that stuff on, on the interwebs? Yay! So I am mainly on Instagram and it's just my name. Katie.mccarty is where I'm at. I am now on Clubhouse too, which is super fun. And that's a really fun platform. Um, so I'm on Clubhouse. Same. It's just my name. Somebody Katie else said Clubhouse. What is that? Oh my gosh. Clubhouse is this really, um, do you remember like Periscope back in like the day? It's like a chat Um, room kind of thing, right? Yes, that's basically what it is. So it's basically like this huge platform um, where like people from like all around the world um, can start rooms um, as you so you can be a part of these rooms and you can get like Instagram tips, you can get like entrepreneurial tips, like if you want to learn languages, if you want to learn how to start a podcast, or if you have a podcast and want to know how to like brand your business or get, or like network with other people, like it is so freaking cool. Um, and there's just so many different things that like you can jump on a room for, like, um, just being like moms and talking about like how hard it is to be a mom, or like, if you want to, um, learn, like if you want to start your own business or, um, you know, stocks or all of these crazy things are just on Clubhouse. So it's, it's brand new. It's like, I think only been out like less than a month. Um, but it's just this really cool platform to just network with people that you may not have known on Instagram or just like, I don't know, network with all of these really incredible people and just oh, learn so much because the nice thing is like, um, you can like sit back and listen, like if you don't want to participate, but you can also participate in the chat or ask questions. And it's nice because like sometimes DMs get hard because there's like a delay or like polo, Marco Poloing or other things, there's like a delay, but like in chat in the clubhouse, you ask a question, you're going to get an immediate answer. Or if you have, you want someone to like audit your Instagram or give you tips about reels or, you know, what to do, like you're going to get an immediate answer from any of the moderators who are running the room. So it's just a really cool opportunity. Yeah, it is really crazy. I have no idea what I'm doing, but it's so much fun. (laughs) Because it's so brand new um, that it's kind of just like a lot, but it's like, I love that you can kind of just like jump in and learn like 
quotes from all of these amazing people. You can learn so much. And I'm kind of like a junkie with that. Like, I love to just like listen to like all of these things and just soak up all of the information. So Clubhouse is super fun. And if you want to know more um, about the makeup that I use or anything else, it's all on my milkshake link in my bio too. So you can feel free to DM me, ask me questions. I've got IGTVs and all this stuff. So oh, it's fun. really just fun. Yeah, it's great. I, is, I am on Facebook, but I mostly run my business and my life on Instagram. So yeah, Instagram is my main jam too. I can't do it Facebook. Is. I was on Facebook for a really long, like, I, I mean, I think everyone was initially on Facebook, but um, I feel like that, like our generation is just on Instagram and I feel like Instagram is just more fun. Like I like having fun and making reels and like doing videos on Instagram where I feel like Facebook, it's like, you can go live, but that's not as fun. I'm like, yeah. I want to create like a fun, fun content. And I can do that on Instagram or Facebook. So I'm like, that's where like my mom and like my grandparents are <laughs> is like Facebook. <laughs> I know people I seem like. I feel like people are different on Facebook too. Like yeah, Instagram just has a, good, a more like positive that. vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I love Instagram. It's like my only social media and it's where I find all of you guys, my lovely guests. So sweet. I, seriously, I just like, this is my first podcast ever. So I'm shut so excited. Up. Really? Yes. yes. Well, it was it. Was it so bad? Did you rip off the bandaid? No. <laughs> it was, I was like, honestly, like I had sweaty pits, like totally leading up to this. I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know. Like my husband does it every week and I'm like, it can't be that bad. But I'm just like, I don't know. You never know. Like I always feel so awkward and like I can chat and talk for a really long time. So like a lot of times I need people to tell me to like shut up and be done. So like with, you know, podcasts, I'm like, I could be here for hours. So this could be like a serious problem. <laughs> That's why I moved over to Zoom because after so long, the audio in um, Anchor starts to like compress. So like oh. there will be like really long pauses and then like overlapping of the of the voices of people talking. Mm-hmm. Um so I moved over to Zoom because like there are some podcasts that I listen to that are um, done on Zoom now because of yeah. like the pandemic. And sometimes those episodes are like an hour and a half long. And I'm like, dude, that's where I need to be. Zoom. Because yes. Yes. with, you know, sometimes like when the connection is good, like the, yes. I, I just like understand my guests and we have good banter and like the wine starts flowing. It is like, yes. if you go back and look at my episodes, it. like some of them are like <laughs> part two, like the woman who founded uh simple tales is a woman based out of my like Southern Florida, like in the Miami okay. area. And she has two episodes and they're both like an hour long. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I was nicknamed growing up chatty Kathy because I could just <laughs> talk for a really long time and it's a serious problem and my poor kids like they've they've got that genetic gene and uh yeah it's I just I just break it up into two episodes if it goes too long I love it I love it (laughs) (laughs) well thank you so much enjoy the rest of your Sunday I was a pleasure having you on the show and I can't wait to keep following you along on your Instagram journey and just laughing at all your funny reels. <laughs> They're so relatable. Yes. Yes. Thank <laughs> you so much. I try and keep it 
you know, yeah, that's what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're so welcome. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. You too. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Are you a fan of the Mommy Wines podcast? Well, of course you are, or you wouldn't be hearing this right now. One of the best ways to support the show you love, besides obviously tuning in every Wine Wednesday for new episodes, is shopping the Mommy Wines merch store on teespring.com. This is where you'll find all of the Mommy Wines branded goodness, mugs to hold your coffee over cardio morning java, iPhone and Samsung cases, premium ultra soft hoodies perfect for upcoming cooler months, and of course, flowy teas and tanks flattering on every mommy out there. Go shop the Mommy Wine storefront on teespring.com and make sure to use code WINEMOM for free shipping. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Mommy Wines podcast. Make sure to leave a rating and review. To support the show you love, check out the exclusive branded merchandise on themommywines.com. Also, don't forget to check out the other shows on the MW Network. If you love scary stories and true crime, you'll love Tales After Dark. More shows are coming soon, so make sure to stay connected on social at Mommy Wines Podcast. And until next Wine Wednesday, mamas, parent and drink responsibly.